Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Let's go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And one of the great celebrities that we know yes. is Jeremy Rutherford of The <laughs> Athletic. Morning, sir. How you doing? Yeah, n- n- that's not true. <laughs> yes, it doing? is. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you with us. The Blues in Montreal tonight. And let's start with the Canadians because they, at the beginning of the season, were run by a former Blue, Mark Bergevin. His assistant was a former Blue, Scott Mellenby. And a team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year has completely blown up their organization during the course of this season. Yeah, they have. And they really needed to. And I know they made that long run uh, last year, you know, Congrats to the team. You know, I think a lot of that had to do with uh, they were playing in that all-Canada division. And then also uh, they had a good goaltender, Carey Price, who, who was playing phenomenally last year for them all the way through that playoff run. And obviously he's out this year. And not only that, but Jake Allen's been out since uh, January. It would have been uh, great to see Jake be able to try to carry that team, but uh, that hasn't been the case. He has a lower body injury. And another St. Louis and uh, guys, uh, Joel Edmondson's been out with a back injury. And, you know, sometimes life – uh, just happens in a good way. You know, obviously, uh, Eddie doesn't want to miss the season, but his dad passed here recently. And, and so for him to be able to enjoy that family time with his dad because of that uh, back injury uh, before his passing, just, you know, I'm just glad for him for that sake. So uh, tough, tough year for the Canadians. Jerry, you have a great new piece up at The Athletic about Craig Berube and how he's finding productive line combinations. And it really helps when you have a healthy team and the depth that the Blues have. But it just feels like Chief can always find the right combination in order to find production for this team. Yeah, he can, Michelle. And it's a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but it's a little bit easier uh, when you have so much depth. Uh, you look at the analytics, you got the eye test, you, you have you know nine or ten guys that can deliver in terms of uh, skill and, and grit. You got passers, you got shooters. So, you know, he can kind of throw them in a hat a little bit and, and pull them out and see which line combinations he's going to go with. But listen, uh, 17, 18 years covering the Blues, I, I never recall a situation where I've written so many stories about, well, this line's really working well. Well, this line's really working well. It, it, you know, that might happen once or twice a year where you put a line together and, and it just gels. But uh, especially with that line the other night, that was a treat to watch. And it also says a lot, JR, about the mentality of this team that any guy is willing to assume any role at any time. Yeah, it, it is. And, and that's the key to all of it. It really is. You know, Vladimir Tarasenko playing third-line minutes earlier in the season. Now you have David Perron doing that. Brandon Saad comes in you know, on a long-term contract as a free agent, and he seems like it doesn't care where he plays. He can be up and down the lineup. Uh, you've seen a situation where Robert Thomas is getting 
more crucial minutes, uh, you know, high-profile minutes than Ryan O'Reilly. But you know, you're never going to hear anything out of Ryan O'Reilly. So that's the key to a team. We saw it in 2019 with Alexander Steen. Um, so it's just a culture that they've created, and these guys are carrying it on. JR, speaking of Thomas, of course, he missed most of December. And Craig Ruby was on the fast lane yesterday, and they asked him what he's seen from Thomas in the last month and a half. Well, everything. I think he's been a very good, well-rounded player for us. I haven't seen too many nights where he's not engaged in all assets of the all areas of the game. You know, last night was an example. I think he had nine shot attempts, hit the post twice. You know, he could have easily had a hat trick. I thought he, his shooting is starting to come now. I think he's understanding the importance of shooting the puck, not only just making plays. So. When, you, you, when you're a threat to shoot and score and make plays, you know, that's going to open up a lot more for you, in my opinion. Um, and just like, a, you know, a lot like Gladdy, he, he's, he's checking. Um, his play without the puck has been really good. His puck pressure when he doesn't have the puck is really good. So that's key. It is interesting how, as opposed to October and November, when he was a passer and there were questions about his 200 foot game questions about his shooting. Now he has become a much more well-rounded player. Yeah, he really has. And I tweeted it the other night, guys, uh, when Tarasenko gave Robert Thomas that pass, did, did you guys expect Thomas to give it back? To yeah, Tarasenko? totally. I, yep. <laughs> I, I kind of half did. Um, you know, we don't need to repeat the history about him needing to, uh, to to shoot more in terms of, you know, we've asked him the question, why don't you shoot more? And, and he says, oh, you know, my shot's the better. I worked on it, so I'm going to do it this year. And then he doesn't go out and do it. But he has to. He has to, especially with his uh, elite passing level, teams are going to know that, that he's going to be passing it nine times out of ten. So he's got to shoot it. Obviously, that was a goal that uh, the other night, you know, he had to shoot that puck. But we have to see that more often. And to be honest, with Robert Thomas, you know, one game, two games, I don't think that's going to convince me that, that he gets it and that he's going to start bringing that element to his game. I think you need to see it for long stretches. So let's see if he continues to go down that road. But the coach, as you mentioned there, Craig Bruby is emphasizing it to him. So, you know, we'll see if, if that can take. But an elite passer, he's got to bring that other side to his game. And he compared Thomas to Adam Oates, and Bruby played with Adam Oates in Washington. Remember here. Adam Oates was strictly a disher, and it worked because he had Brett Hull. But once he got elsewhere, when people knew he wasn't going to shoot, Oates became really easy to defend if he didn't have a Hull-type finisher on the wing. And that's what Thomas needs to do, and he appears to be doing, is setting it up so that they have to defend him shooting the puck. Yeah, definitely. And and with Robert Thomas, you never know when the passes are coming and where they're going. You know, the other night we saw the between the legs uh, back pass, was it to Tarasenko? And, and so, you know, he's still going to catch people off guard with that passing, but they can tighten their gaps on, on him and, and, and know that, uh, you know, if, if he's going to dish it, they've got guys to cover those guys that he's going to dish it to. So I just think it makes it too predictable if they know he's going to pass all the time. And that's why he's got to add that. JR, uh, I've been gone for a few weeks, so I'm sure you've touched on this a lot, but what are you hearing internally about the concerns with Jordan Bennington? You know, I think it's just the, the consistency, and they need to, to give him some time to find his game, Michelle. And, and I think that while you can't really practice and see NHL shots on a daily basis during that 11-day break, they were hoping that that was kind of a reset. And Craig Bruby told us that before they went on that 11-day break, uh, they said, you know, Jordan, you're going to be the guy against New Jersey. And I think that was a quote-unquote, like, 
let's get right game. Let's let's feel it. Let's make some big saves. Let's look like yourself again and, and, and come out with a win and then start feeling good about yourself. But that did not happen against uh, New Jersey. You know, they took the loss, and he had a couple goals that, that he probably needs back. And, and so now you look at the situation, and we'll find out in about an hour or so who's the starting goaltender. You know, I'm just guessing here that – you know, it makes sense for Jordan Bennington. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about a team, team Montreal that uh, you know scores the fewest goals in the league, gives up the most. They've lost ten in a row, oh eight and two in their in their last ten. And it's a situation where this should be a get right game. Like if you put Jordan Bennington in tonight and he can't help you get the win, I'm not saying stand on his head and do everything, but if he can't help you do it, then you know where is this going? You just don't know. So. You know, you're probably not going to play him against Toronto uh, Saturday. That's a Billy game. And then you got Philadelphia. That's a pretty long wait for Jordan Bennington if you're waiting to Philadelphia. So, to me, today makes sense. And today, tonight, is is when you have to see uh, him start to take some of those steps. Finally, Jeremy Rutherford, I was thinking yesterday about how dominant the Colorado Avalanche are and wondering, can anybody beat them in the playoffs? And then I thought back a few years ago to that dominant Tampa Bay team that set records during the regular season, and they go out and get swept in the first round of the playoffs. So while we're sitting here in St. Louis saying, man, I don't know how we beat Colorado in the playoffs, number one, you got to get to a series where you would play Colorado. But the fact of the matter is, Colorado... Every team is vulnerable in the playoffs. We've seen it so many times, and it's just a different animal, isn't it? So as great as they are, I'm not saying they're going to lose, but nobody is unbeatable. No, they're not. And I watched them last night. Look pretty good. You know, they beat uh, Vegas uh, two to nothing, and Jack Eichel's uh, debut there. And uh, you know, the speed is there. So they might not be the team that they were last year, but I think you know, record-wise, they're rattling them off. And I think. Uh, they do have a lot of talent. The one thing is the Blues needed to offset a few areas against uh, against Colorado. Last year, what did we see against the Avalanche? They had all the net front presence. Well, now you look at this uh, Blues team. You know, Brandon Saad comes this way, leaving Colorado, and he's given the Blues some of that net front presence. By the way, you know, tying this into Montreal, guys, um, I looked it up. The Blues on the opening day of free agency, they, they were offering Mike Hoffman. This is kind of interesting. He decides to go to uh, Montreal on that 4.5 AAV times three years. I remember I traded text with him that day, and I said, hey, what was the difference between Montreal and, and, and the Blues? And he said, money, more money in Montreal. So he goes there. The next day, the Blues signed Brandon Saad, hmm. 4.5 times five. So perhaps uh, that Hoffman money goes to Saad. You know, it's kind of a juggling act in free agency where, where you're given the money. But, you know, going back to the Colorado uh, matchup is that, you know, Saad gives you some of that, what we saw from him in an avalanche uniform uh, last year. So, uh, you know, the Blues are just going to have to you know, play well down the stretch, show that depth that they have up front, perhaps add a defenseman in uh, in the trade uh, deadline coming up March 21st and, and find out what's going on with the goaltending. Is it Bennington? Is it Huso? And if it's Huso, you know, then roll with them like they kind of have been here lately. So to me, uh, Randy, no, anybody's beatable. Uh, we see that every single year. And I think the Colorado Avalanche, even in this case, as well as their plan, are beatable. JR, as always, great stuff, and you are a celebrity in our eyes. Well, I thank you guys, but uh, please text or call and tell my wife that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do our best. Have a great day. All right, thanks a lot, guys. You too. Thank you. That's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. 
Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.